buy from a cigar store near you. It's the Cigar Authority with your host, Tommy Grella. Okay, folks, the guy in front of you is Tommy. Tommy is a Scorpio. He likes biking and he's never been laid. Chuck Morrison. He's a really nice guy, you know, but I'm pretty sure that he is a serial murderer. <laughs> and the worldwide authority on everything cigar. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. David Garofalo. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. This is the Cigar Authority. Okay, we are live. Live from Seabrook, New Hampshire, September 11, 2010. It's Patriot Day, everybody. And welcome to the Cigar Authority. I'm doing a solo show. Well, not solo. Not completely. Not completely solo. I got Chuck here with me. But Tommy Grell is taking the day off. A very important day for him. He's... Golfing. Anyway, that's that's all I got out of him. So going golfing today. So we are live here today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Our phone number six one seven two three seven one two three four. That's six one seven two three seven one two three four. This is a two hour weekly show about the finer things in life, especially and most importantly, premium cigars. And uh, we're not only the experts on them, but we are the authority, the cigar authority. This week and every week, we eat, drink, and smoke and tell you all about it. Gentlemen, don't touch that dial. It's time for the finer things in life. It's time for the Cigar Authority. And this week, we're going to smoke Camacho cigars in Room 101, which is made by Camacho. We're going to drink beer with brewmaster Bill Herlicker from the White Birch Brewing Company. Oh, this is going to be a fun show. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to learn all, all about Bill's growing business. Um, we can never forget September 11, 2001, today, September 11th, and we'll look at, uh, at uh, memories of uh, the past of September 11th and uh, some memories of September 11th that actually weren't so sad from previous times. I'd like to welcome in four stations that are picking us up live on the Cigar Authority radio network. They are WWZN, 1510 The Zone, in Boston, Massachusetts, along with WARL, that's 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, WGAM 1250, that's ESPN Radio in Nashville, New Hampshire, and WGHM 900, the game in Manchester, New Hampshire. All those four radio stations picking us up live. Also via the globe on webcast on the CigarAuthority.com, Ustream.net, and podcasted for your enjoyment anytime on Podbean.com. And more places picking us up in the near future. I hear uh, rumors of uh, other places that are interested in the Cigar Authority. Crazy that they are, but they're, they're, <laughs> they're actually interested in the Cigar Authority. So that's good, good news for us. Uh, for those that are just tuning in for the first time ever, as I, as I said, this is a show about the finer things in life, including premium cigars. If you don't know a lot about premium cigars, you're tuned into the right show. We're going to tell you a little about it, new brands that come out, things like that. Guy stuff, beer, wine, food, stuff guys like. Ladies, by all means, you don't have to touch that dial. You can tune in, but it's a guy thing for the most part, but you're, you're more than welcome always. Um, okay, we are going to uh, have our first cigar of the day, which is going to be Room 101. Here you go, Chuck. Room 101 Cigars, this is made by Camacho, and this is a collaboration brand, and we'll get into that because later on we're going to have Matt Booth from Room 101, and he's going to join us uh, after the break. So Room 101 is a cigar made in Honduras, and I'm going to use my um, Palio Cutter. 
Nice. This, this is, is a good-looking stick. It is. Very attractive. It's a black band with a silver, uh, black and silver. A lot of, a lot of. Um, w when we get to talk I to did. Matt, Matt, he is a um, a jeweler by trade, uh, along with a lot of things, uh, designer type jewelry and things like that. And uh, he certainly made a uh, beautiful, aesthetically beautiful band. Today, I'm going to use a, my regular uh, lighter, and I'm going to light a cedar strip. This is uh, cedar spills, they call it, for instance, and uh, this is a nice way to light a cigar. Hmm. Cedar spill, which is the um, cedar that's in between the layers of your box of cigars, and it makes as a giant match. And the nice thing I like about a cedar strip is there is uh, no taste of um, the residue from, from a match, but yet a pleasant cedary taste. I know Tommy, who's not here with us today, dislikes it because he doesn't like that cedar taste at all. Uh, I don't taste much of it, but I, I do taste a clean burn to it. Hmm. Dave is lighting the stogie. Mm. As you can see on Ustream TV, by the way, mm. Ustream.tv, you can see a live demonstration of this. Very interesting technique, Dave. Well, I like to take a little time to light my cigar properly. Some people uh, cut and light in one quick, quick second. We're going to smoke this cigar for about an hour, so <laughs> let's, let's give it its... Uh, just and at least spend a minute lighting it properly for an even burn. If you end up getting the cigar that is lit properly right from the get-go, there's a good chance your cigar is going to burn properly throughout. Instead of canoeing, if you've ever smoked a cigar before and you've, you've saw one side lights and the other side doesn't, it looks like, uh, like a canoe on it, it's usually the, the reason of an improper light from the beginning. So you, you make sure you toast the cigar all the way around and try to get an even burn. I never... I like this. I never put the uh, flame on the cigar. I jump the flame over to it and uh, blow on the, the, the end to make sure that it lit properly all the way around. The and lit it, end. The lit end, and it did. So there we go. This is room 101. Um... And what makes this cigar special? It's um, the wrapper. The wrapper is a Semilla, S-E-M-I-L-L-A, 101, grown in Honduras exclusively from seeds solely for this project from the Aroa family, who are the people that make Camacho cigars. And they made this cigar for Matt Booth in a collaboration with them. Hmm. And uh, What do you think? Is this your first time smoking this? No. Okay. Early on, uh, I'll tell you, it's a medium-bodied cigar that builds an intensity. That's what I've gotten in the past. We'll see if that's what happens today. Hmm. They make many different sizes. We're smoking the Toro size, and the Toro size is called the 323. These are all numbers. The sizes are the 213, which is the Corona, the 305, which is the Robusto, 323, which is what we're smoking today, is the Toro. Torpedo is 404, 702 is the 1118, which is a size amongst itself. It's crazy with these numbers that they go on. The, the brand is 101. The size is the 702, which is really the 1118. <laughs> if this isn't confusing enough, which 1118 I know is November 18th, and I believe that's Christian's birthday. Okay. And then you get the 808, which is the 6x60 of the 101. The, crazy with these numbers, and, and everybody's doing it. All right. So we'll, when we get Matt on, we'll talk to him and say, what's with these numbers? Yeah, what's the I'll tell you. I'm confused as can be. Well, uh, and let me add some more numbers to you. Nine years ago, 9-11, September 11th, 
This is the day that, uh, and I, I'd be remiss not to bring this up today, uh, terrorists hijacked four planes, piloting two of them into the World Trade Center in New York, one into the Pentagon and one into western Pennsylvania. Over 3,000 people died in the hands of al-Qaeda and Osama bin Laden. And um, it's a day to never forget, certainly. Uh, September 11th, now and forever, is Patriot Day. Flags should be flown at half-mast today and uh, till sundown and a moment of silence observed, which I did myself this morning. Uh, people have lost their lives, including police, fire, rescue officials, gave their lives to save others. Uh, tough, tough day. This is one of those days that you remember where you were. You know, as this generation will, uh, the past generation remembers when JFK uh, was assassinated. I, I think just generation that's going on now will never forget where they were that day. I remember uh, I was living in Saugus at the time, getting ready for work, and my wife yelled to me, get out here, look what just happened. It was unbelievable. But uh, as terrible as that is, um, a lot of people were born on September 11th, and it was, uh, it's their birthday, and they have uh, unfortunately always have that hanging over their head as September 11th. Today is the birthday of uh, Harry Connick Jr., jazz singer, 43 years old today from New Orleans. Huh. You know Harry Connick Jr.? Sure, sure. Uh, Brian De Palma, filmmaker from Mission Impossible, The Untouchables, Carrie. He's 70 years old today. Christy McNichol, the actress from Empty Nest, 48. And uh, the late, great Tom Landry, coach of the Dallas Cowboys. How do you find this stuff out, Dave? I don't know. I just get this information. <laughs> and uh, Hey, I have no Tommy Grella here today. I need to fill in a, two hours of, of talking time. <laughs> so I, I have a lot of weird, goofy stuff. That's but, great. Uh, that's great. Th that's whose birthday uh, it's September 11th is. And um, as I said, you know, uh, pe people think 9-11 now, they, not so much their birthday, but they think of uh, – of, uh, the terrible thing that happened that yeah. day. But other things happened that day. In 1959, food stamps began. Huh. Okay, that happened in 1959. And unfortunately for our country, I guess it's getting worse and worse. Uh, mm. People are dependent worse and worse on things like that. Uh, in 1962, September 11th, the Beatles recorded their first singles, Love Me Do and P.S. I Love You. No kidding. How do you like that? Ah, good tunes, actually. Wow. 1967, September 11th, Carol Burnett's show began. Yeah. Remember Carol Burnett? She's probably uh, the, the best female comedian, I would say, of all time. Little House on the Prairie premiered in 1974 on September 11th. Hmm. Pete Rose, Cincinnati Reds, hit 4,192, breaking Ty Cobb's career record in 1985. Wow. September 11th. Wow. And we know all the, the, the problems he had since then <laughs> over that. But Just the, a few. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few. Wow. What uh, else you got? NASA sent an unmanned vehicle in orbit around Mars in 1997 on September 11th. In 2010 today mm. is the 25th annual Mushroom Festival in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Food, fun, and fungi. Mushroom judging. Um, <laughs> Maybe we should do a remote from there, Dave. 65% of all mushrooms consumed in America come from there. Wow. How, how weird is that? Now, speaking of uh, weird events that happened, today, up here right in Seabrook, New Hampshire, actually Hampton, New Hampshire, is the Seafood Festival, the 21st Seafood Festival. So if you're around this area right now, I know it's jam-packed down there. Everybody's going. They're having a lobster-eating competition today at 2.30, featuring world-known competitive eaters right. eating lobster rolls. Kobayashi? I don't know. Maybe. Those hot dog guys eating. 
But uh, it's lobster today here in um, the uh, southern New Hampshire area here by the water. Uh, fireworks tonight, and uh, t- tomorrow is uh, Pat Whitley, another rest, um, radio guy that's out there. He's having a chef's demonstration um, on culinary food, uh, which lots of sampling and things like that. So great time to come down here in the Seabrook area. That's the Hampton Beach Seafood Festival going on right around here. And by all means, we're at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, and we're smoking cigars all day. We have Johan Swan in here from Camacho. He's too chicken to come on the radio. But uh, Matt Booth yeah, <laughs> Matt Booth is going uh, to join us, hopefully, and, and tell us about this 101. But um, Johan's running all kinds of deals on uh, Room 101 today. And uh, come in and, and try that along with all the different Camachos. Later on, we're going to smoke the Camacho Diploma, and I'll tell you, I was early on on that. That was uh, something that was test marketed with me first, I'm mm. proud to say. And uh, the thing took off, and it was just a, a wonderful thing to see uh, a brand take off like it did. And uh, How many years was that? That was 11 years ago. Wow. 11 years ago, yeah. We test marketed it for about a year before they ended up putting it out to the public. And uh, then Camacho was born, and the, the, the brand took off and became very, very popular. Since then, the uh, Camacho people sold out to the Davidoff people, and uh, now they're in collaboration with Matt Booth in his Room 101 brand. Hmm. And uh, it's more than a cigar. Room 101 is a, is a, is a whole feeling of philosophy and uh jewelry and clothing and all kinds of different So he'll things. get into that, I hope. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. We're, we're hoping he's in California. He's a L.A. Hollywood type of guy. All right. And uh, <laughs> it's three hours difference over there. Right. So, um, And I'm sure he didn't have the kind of night I did. You know, my Friday night's pretty pretty boring, and uh, uh, I think he has a life and had a, had a great night. And so we'll probably, we'll probably be waking him up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll hear if it's not the sound of his voice when we end up talking to him anyway. Uh-huh. So uh, you know what I want to bring up is uh, next week. Next week's show will be the first time we are airing a – it will not be live. We're actually uh, running a show that we did in Colorado with yeah. the Rocky Mountain R- Rocky Mountain. Cigar Festival, and that will air this Saturday coming up, September 18th, and um, which is next week, and um, that'll be the first time we ever run a show that we have already taped. But I'll tell you, it's a show you actually want to listen to because it was a real good time. Uh, we interviewed a whole bunch of people. It was a great show, and I had a lot of fun doing it, and uh, I'll be listening to myself. So next week, 12 to 2, you'll hear uh, the Cigar Authority from Colorado at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. Fun was, show. That was it, a fun it show. It was really good. I'll tell you, I'm liking the taste of the cigar. It's a medium-bodied, straight medium-bodied. I know, as I said, I smoked a cigar before. As I smoke this, th- this thing is going to build into a stronger cigar. But they call it a medium-bodied strength. It is a Honduran wrapper, binder. The filler is Honduran and Dominican. And um, it, as I said, um, the look of this cigar is uh, what um, they call a fusion of American tattoo and traditional Japanese design. Hmm. And this is—I can see that on the label. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, uh, this is uh, this is a well-made cigar. Now, is this a new cigar, or is this? This is came this out just about a year ago, not quite a year. Okay. And the label's been the same since then. Yep. Okay. They have a new cigar coming out, and unfortunately, I only have one sample. All right. I'm going to smoke it myself. This will be the one coming out called the um, Room 101 Limited Condru, Condru, hmm. C-O-N-J-U-R-A, Condra. Hmm. 
edition. And um, it's, a bo- it's, it's a box pressed. It isn't out yet. And I was lucky enough to get a sample of it. I have not smoked it yet, so I'll light that up uh, later on during the show, too. Um, that will be the limited edition, and um, it, it means conspiracy in Spanish. Hmm. And we'll, we'll ask Matt all about the conspiracy and what the deal is with that whole thing. So, um, as I said, we're smoking the Toro. This is a 6x50 ring gauge, a medium-bodied cigar that's going to build in intensity. It's a almost all Honduran blend except for some Dominican filler. It... Uh, has a nice smooth taste. There's not a lot of bite to it. T- typically on a Honduran cigar, I always get an in- initial early bite to it. That's not what I'm getting over here. It's it's pleasant. It is pleasant. Right? Actually, I, I really enjoy this. Not a problem. Not a problem for okay. me. Okay. Nope. So we will uh, we will see as it builds up. Um, we have Bill Hurlicka going to come on. Bill, Bill Hurlicka. Bill Hurlicka owns a company called White Birch Brewing. It was a two-barrel brewery. He's an uh, advertiser. You hear his commercials on the show about his two-barrel brewery. He is in the growing stages. <sighs> they're, they're only about a, uh, a one-year-old company themselves, and uh, it must be the commercials. I, it's got to be. It's got to be. It's it got to be, It man. must be the commercials <laughs> helping him out because uh, he's growing, and he's growing quick. And, uh, I like to hear that. I love to hear that. Yeah, yeah. You want you want some local success and stuff. And they, I'll tell you, both of these guys that we're going to talk to, both Matt, Matt and uh, Bill Hurlicka, are guys that you would appreciate mm. that uh, wanted out of the rat race and yeah. wanted their own their own thing. And um, I, I know Matt was a uh, a Marine, and we thank him for his his service in the Marines. And he um, he got out and he started his own thing. Bill was in the middle of the rat race too, and he wanted his off time was about brewing microbrews, and he decided to uh, make it his business. And I think he's a happy person for it. That's great. I love I love when people pursue their passion, Dave. Yeah, you know that. That's it. That's it, man. Oh, I can't wait to pick both their brains then. Right. So uh, we'll uh, we'll have them up in a minute. We're going to go to break right now, and uh, when we come back, we will have uh, we will graduate on to. Um, the, the second half of our cigar over here, and hopefully we will have from California, if, uh, if he's wide awake, Matt Booth. And as I said, he is the, uh, the owner and uh, partner with 101. We'll have him on when we get back. You are listening to The Cigar Authority on The Cigar Authority Radio Network. Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603 603- 475-1391. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I'd like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys Smoke Shop is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's stogie heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1, off Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Seabrook, and Nashua, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free New Hampshire, or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. 
We ship cigars everywhere and single cigars too. Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. Attention all business owners and entrepreneurs. Looking to grow your business or increase sales? Well, here's your chance to get in on the ground floor of our exclusive radio show, The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority is broadcast across four powerful radio stations throughout New England and across the globe via podcast and live video stream. Team up with the Cigar Authority Radio Network and start connecting with our vast and dynamic audience of educated consumers with disposable income. For advertising and business opportunities designed to take your business to the next level, call me, Chuck Morrison, today at 603-630-8041. That's 603-630-8041. Or send us an email at ads at thecigarauthority.com. Look, if there's one thing that's true about the Cigar Authority listeners, it's that they all enjoy the finer things in life. And that most certainly includes your product or service. White Birch Brewing is the home of finely crafted small batch beers. My friend, owner and operator Bill Herlicka's goal is to brew great beer for the beer enthusiast. Let me tell you from experience, folks, this guy's all about quality. White Birch Brewing is a two-barrel brewery located in Hookset, New Hampshire. That takes an artisan approach to brewing. Bill releases unique interpretations of Belgian styles, barley wines, imperial stouts, and wild ales. Each batch is bottle conditioned and aged at the brewery. It's a slow process, but one they wouldn't trade for anything. Ask your local retailer for White Birch beers or go to whitebirchbrewing.com. Our friends at White Birch Brewing are as passionate about beer as the Cigar Authority is about food. No, cigars. Cigars, yeah, that makes sense. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in Central Florida? How about a vacation home? There's never been a better time than now. Prices are great. Log on to own a home in centralfl.com. FL stands for Florida, and it's warm there, Charlie. That's right. And no state income tax either. Check this out. New construction home, 1,800 square feet, three bedroom, two bath, brand new. Have it the way you want it. Starting at 139 grand in Kissimmee St. Cloud. Find it online at ownahomeincentralfl.com or call our friend Paul Antonelli at 800-338-2549 or you can reach Paul on his personal cell phone and he's going to hate this. 321-443-4028. Log on to ownahomeincentralfl.com. And it's warm there, Charlie. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. And we are back live with the Cigar Authority. 617-237-1234 is the number. 
617-237-1234 is the number. My name is David Garofalo, and my host usually, Tommy Grella, is away golfing today. So Can you I'm, picture that, Tommy golfing? I'm sorry. I hear he golfs pretty good. But he's a big boy. <laughs> I, hear, I hear he golfs pretty good. Oh, man. We are smoking Room 101. We're smoking a Toro size today, enjoying it. And uh, hopefully somewhere out there we have Matt Booth on the line. Matt, are you there? Yes, my man, yes. Matt, thank How's you. How's it going this morning? Thank you very much, Matt. Is the owner, founder, and creator of Room Run 01. That's a luxury lifestyle brand. First off, Matt, I want to say thank you very much on this Patriot Day, September 11th, for your honored service with the Marines from 96 to 2000, deployed in the Far East. And I can't thank you and every military guy out there very much for keeping us safe here in the United States. Thank you at that, first off. Thank you, sir. And second off... Thank you for this great cigar. We're smoking the Toro right now, the Room 101 Toro, the number 323. And uh, the, first thing that, the first thing that's making us crazy here today is mm -hmm. it's Room 101. We're smoking the 323. I saw the 702, which is the 1118. That is correct. Today's 911, and we're all confused with these numbers. What's with these 213, <laughs> you know, what are these numbers? Well, you got you to keep it straight, man. It's... Uh, but I'll, but I'll help. I'll, I'll assist. Okay, please. Uh, all please. these numbers are are area codes that are uh, that basically are uh, represent areas that house people, uh, family members, friends, uh, strong supporters of our brand. Uh, you know, for example, 808, uh, the 60 by 6 uh, represents the islands, the Hawaiian area code, and we have a very strong following for our jewelry and fashion product out there. And so oh. it was basically, yeah, just like everything else, has a little bit of a uh, little bit of meaning to our brand. You know, we wanted to. Uh, basically like our way of giving little shout-outs to our friends and family. Isn't that nice? That's good. So there's a couple of California ones on here. I noticed 305, which is Florida. Uh, you got, right. You've Las Vegas at 702. You're good. We're up here in 603. Exactly. We're up here in 603 land in New Hampshire, but the radio station's in 617, which is Boston. This is just for the future, in case you think about it. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. <laughs> hey, we got of 401. The, the brand extension. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, how do you like the cigar business so far? Man, I have to tell you, my man, I've been asked that uh, quite frank frequently recently, and I have to tell you, uh, nothing short of I love it. It's uh, I feel like I'm living the dream to be involved in this industry, and uh, it's it's uh, it's very heartwarming to know that you've stumbled upon an industry that is uh, solely based on enjoyment. I'll tell and, you, uh, I, I think it's I think it's nothing short of fantastic. It is a great, great. I've been in 25 years, and I'll tell you, you see some of the old timers that stay in this business. They don't want to leave. Uh, the the uh, regularly the the age. Age requirement of people retiring is about 65 in the cigar business is the day after they die. You know, a lot of people. Correct. Yeah, it's, it's, people love it, so it's great. Welcome aboard. I know this is your first year in, and it is a, it is a wonderful business. Um, you, you know, you started off in the Marines, as I said. You went into uh, music. I, I did a little research on you. Bass player. What kind, okay. of, music, what kind of music did you play? Uh, well, you know, as as a bass player, you know, I was really able, as as many bass players are, to kind of float in and out of different projects. I played a lot of different styles, um, you know, from from progressive rock to, you know, some uh, country music and and anything in between, really. Okay, so you you do anything? I with... just love music. All right, good, good, and uh, much success with that. Do you still do it at all, or you you out? You know, man, I miss it every day. Yeah. Um, you know, there's some, there's something to be said. You know, I, I really. Uh, started to step away away from music when I went into uh, to jewelry design just to have a little bit more control over my life or 
what I thought was going to be, uh, offer myself a platform to have a little bit more control over my life. But, uh, you know, my, my, my goal is to get back to it with some guys that I played with before and, and do some writing and, and, uh, and performing all for the, uh, all for the right reasons, you know? Good, good. So it, it was, uh, coming back from the military and, uh, you had an obsession with that kind of bulky type, uh, jewelry and you decided to, um, let your artistic juices flow and, and get into uh, designing jewelry. Is that what it is? Yeah, I mean, basically, yeah, in short, in a nutshell, I mean, I was, I was working at the Whiskey as a sound engineer in Hollywood and, uh, and playing whenever I could. And uh, I saw these guys, uh, you know, come through, come through the, the, uh, the Whiskey with all this, this crazy jewelry, and I was really taken by it, and that's what sparked my interest in the beginning. And, uh, you know, through friends, I was introduced to some guys in the business that ult- ultimately helped me get my start. Okay. And the, uh, the rest is uh, apparently history in the making. You always had the flair, the art flair to yourself? Uh, yeah, I've always been a little uh, uh, unique. Okay. I guess. Unique is I a good know, a way. Different. You know, I look, I look at some of your things, your, your icon, the foo, and uh, the whole room, right. room 101 uh, and with the Asian flair type to it. I mean, it's truly unique and nice looking stuff. Thank you. Uh, did, did he design that himself? Yeah, I believe he did, right? Well, That's all you? Well, all the, all the artwork, I, I've, I, I create all the, the master designs for my jewelry collection. I mean, many of them are based on, um, you know, deities in, from Japanese Buddhism. The, the Fu is actually my rendition of an of a Okinawan Shichi dog, which is a protective figure. Most of the characters have to do with protect, protection and, uh, and slaying evil and whatnot. Yeah, and I, and I see, uh, you know, this is catching on in the Hollywood scene. There's, there's guys uh, like Slash on Guns N' Roses. you got Busta Rhyme and stuff. There's different, nice. you know, uh, musical icons out there, for lack of a better word, that I actually see uh, wearing your stuff. So that's got to be pretty cool and probably uh, financially beneficial to you, right? I mean, it's all, it's all great. I think one of the most validating factors of, my, of, of the jewelry side of my business is when, you know, I... I I make and, and sell jewelry product to a broad array of, of individuals, and I think the, the key word there is individuals, you know, but I think the uh, hmm. most validating part for me is, you know, the, uh, just the everyday dude that, you know, will save up and, and uh, invest in a piece for my collection. It's very, uh, it's very humbling for me. Yeah. You know, I, so that's, that's probably the best part of it for me. Okay. I, yeah, I see the quote, quality with an edge which is actually a very nice way to describe it. Yeah. That's, that's how I see it. Uh, the skulls, a lot of skulls and things like that. Uh, all silver, right? Are you doing anything else other than silver? Oh, no, we, we, can, we cast our designs of silver, um, you know, 18, 22 karat gold. We can do yellow, rose, white, and also a new green gold, uh, as well as platinum. Really? And, and what would your stuff run in price? I mean, how expensive is, is a piece of your custom jewelry? You know, I have I have uh, entry level price points that start you know around 100 bucks, 80 bucks for for small charms and and little uh, commitment bands. But I mean, it goes on up the spectrum to you know like house prices. I guess I don't I don't yeah. know. It's it's basically uh, whatever it, whatever. It's a custom production operation. So um, you know when when uh, when we sit down for a consultation with the client, we basically figure out the the parameters of the project and then I quote the pricing. So okay, it somebody- can be anything. Somebody can get in there at relatively low price to get a piece of your custom piece for relatively uh, low, low money to begin with anyway. And then it's hopefully yeah. uh, something they build on from there and want the bigger pieces and nicer pieces. Absolutely. 
Okay, so now I see a new cigar out here, and I'm going to put the 101 down. I hate to put it down, but I'm going to do it now because oh, man. They, uh, they sent me one of these in the mail, and it's a box press cigar. There's no band on it. Oh, nice. And this is the new limited, say that word for me, Conjura. Oh, the Conjura, which Con- is Conjura. for conspiracy. Okay. Which is another, which is another element from, from our brand. Okay, and this is the new one that's coming out. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, the new 101 Limited, um, and it means conspiracy in Spanish, I like right? I like that. I like that a lot. Correct. The in first installments. Limited to 50,000 sticks production worldwide. Um, I think that once you, uh, once you pick that one up, you, you might find yourself picking the other one up with less frequency. Although it's an amazing cigar, I think this one is ten times as amazing. Hmm. It's uh, and I'm looking at the prices they're going to come out at. It's not going to be bad. They're going to start at six ninety-five to nine ninety-five. Box press cigar. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I'm I'm tasting it pre-lit, and it's a uh, clean tasting. Uh, it, it tastes very different than the other cigar that I just had before I even light oh, it. Absolutely, it's yeah, it's a complete departure uh, from our initial blend. Um, for me, it's definitely in my top three of all-time favorites. I mean, cigar smoking is very subjective because it's obviously a personal taste thing. But for me, this is, you know, people smoking this, uh, you know, can understand that this is, you know, my one of my favorite smokes. This is a uh, box press risotto wrapper. It's um, correct. There's a blend in here that is using um, Honduran, Dominican, and Nicaraguan all together. That is correct. So you get three-country blend. Excuse me while I light this out. Oh, please do. Yep. It's uh, on my first first taste of this, I'll tell you, it's not a mild cigar. It's actually fuller body than the one I just smoked. Hmm. Well, you know, my my goal is to not only to, uh, with Christian, to blend cigars that include some element of of all tobaccos from all three countries that you just mentioned yeah at the same time you know my my goal is also to blend cigars that i, I prefer a stronger smoke but yep. i don't like to smoke things that are strong for the sake of being strong right i like to smoke them uh when they're strong based on their flavor profile well, and i believe that that's what you have uh that's what you're puffing on right now there's a, there's a lot of spice here and a lot of yeah. uh, flavor in the nose is what I'm getting. This is uh, obviously early on, and I'm going to smoke this right to the end of the hour on this. But um, so far, so good lighting it up. As I said, very different than, you know, I, I don't know why I was expecting um, it to taste much like that, but it's very, very different. Right. Well, we, you know, I, I definitely wanted to change it up. And, uh, you know, I mean, it, this was, this was uh, a very important move uh, for me. You know, releasing the next blend, um, I want. I want. I paid uh, a, a tremendous amount of attention to it, and I just, uh, you know, it was very important for me. You know, coming coming out of the gate last year with such a with such a, a push, you know, behind our cigar, I wanted to come out with something that I felt trumped it. In uh, in not that the old cigar is bad by any means, because I love it, but uh, it was just I wanted to take it to the next level and let the people know in, in the cigar business that uh, we're here to stay. You know, this is a brand we're building, not some you know, one uh, one cigar, one hit wonder type thing. You know, right? It, it's a uh, it's a powerhouse. I'll tell you right now. It's pa- my palate is uh, going crazy right now. There's a lot of flavor, a lot happening. This is very complex, three country blend. There's a lot, lot happening here. 
Yeah, and, and it'll change on you. You know, the, it, it, it's it's uh, it's a very interesting cigar. You know, it'll it'll uh, you'll see as you smoke through it, it'll actually change up on you a little bit. As I said, um, th- this cigar that I have does not have a band on it because it's um, just a sample that came in the mail with nothing on it at all. But will this have the one on one band on it, or is it a little different, or how's this going to look? Uh, it's a little different. Uh, my good friend Franco um, that that did the lettering for our last uh, our last set of packaging also did some some custom uh, uh, script uh, font for this this band it's it's got a big LTD on it um, it's definitely our style like it's it's something that someone could pick out and say that looks uh, that has the room one one style to it but uh, it's definitely different okay so 625 625 boxes of each size and when they're gone that's right. it it's going to be over and that's it so, so this will be that much. This will be a collector's item type of cigar. You get it, you put it away. Uh, maybe get a couple boxes. Put a box for smoking now and a box to save for later to rub in your friends' faces uh, years from now and say, "Look what I have and you don't." And indeed, is this indeed. the beginning of a of an LTD collection that that the previous year would be something else maybe with the success based on it? Absolutely. I mean, I have similar to you know my jewelry design. I have more ideas than I have time. You know, uh, yeah. I definitely, you know, I have I have some concepts for, uh, you know, some some permanent series as well as more limited editions, and uh, you know, depending on how this is received or how well this is received, which it's already been received extremely well, um, you know, it's kind of going to kind of help sculpt the direction we take over the next six months. I believe you're going to be seeing another limited from us in the near future. Okay, how soon before this comes out? Uh, well. It's, it's my understanding uh, they do take a little bit longer because of the box press, Yeah. Uh, but uh, the, the manufacturing process. But uh, it's my understanding that we should have these on shelves no later than the end of end of this month, mid-next month. Oh, okay, good. Looking forward to that. Yeah. I'm looking at some other things that you uh, are now designing other than cigars is uh, custom golf bags, knives, T-shirts, tailored suits. You going to get yeah, into I'm that? I'm a huge fan of men's tailor-made. I'm a huge fan of TaylorMade, and okay. uh, I have a very specific uh, style and the way I like my clothing cut. And so it just got to—I mean, I've, I've uh, you know always had my suits made, but I just it got to a point where I just felt that you know my designs were different enough that uh, you know why shouldn't I why shouldn't I release a suit collection? What do you got in a fifty short? Got anything for a short fat guy to make me look good? What, whatever, whatever you need, my man. Yeah. Taylor. We'll come drape you up. Yeah, I'm going to need a lot of help, boy. You're going to have a little problem with that. But if you can make me look good, you're going you're to win an award, I think. Um, Excellent. Another <laughs> yeah, you want something tough to go for. Here's going to be the thing. Um, you know, I see a, a lot of uh, a lot of Room 101 parties. I, I uh, looked up on YouTube, and they look like a hell of a good time. Um, you know, really something different for the cigar industry is, is the, the approach you're having on the Room 101 brand, you know, and how, how you're doing it. Uh, tell right. us a little about that. Well, they, you know, they are pretty ridiculous, I won't lie, yeah. uh, but always in, a, always in a good way. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, you know, when we started in this, in this industry, it was just basically, uh, you know, I met, I met uh, Dylan uh, from Camacho, he's the marketing director, at one of my after parties that I was throwing for the uh, Magic Convention in Vegas, which is basically the the IPCPR for the fashion business. Okay. And, uh, you know, I, I, I throw larger promotional events to kind of, uh, you know, pump the brand and, and entertain clients and prospective clients in a, in a more relaxed atmosphere. And they came out to, to uh, provide cigars for our party, and, and, you know, one thing led to another. And, you know, uh, you know a couple weeks, a couple months later, I was in, 
in Honduras with Christian blending a cigar. So, I mean, it all happened very quickly. Uh, but I think the main, the main focus is to bring our flavor and our style and our way of doing things to the, to the premium tobacco market. Well, it's certainly different, and, and it's, it's nice to see because, as I said, I'm 25 years in the business. There's a lot of copycat things that happen in the industry, and it's nice to see some new, fresh ideas. And uh, believe me, you'll be copied a million times from it, but uh, it's nice to see some fresh ideas out there and get maybe a younger generation of uh, premium cigar smokers in, in the business. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. I'm liking the cigar. I have, I have no doubt that that's the that's the direction that uh, that the industry is taking. One hundred, at least in the states, one hundred percent. Okay. And uh, last but not least, I want you to talk a little about the Wounded Warrior Project, which seems to be like the perfect uh, thing to discuss today. Here, being nine uh, eleven right now, and that um, uh, you have teamed up with them. And if you can tell us a little about that. Absolutely. Well, you know, I served I served four years in the Marine Corps Infantry as a machine gunner. Um, although I did not serve in a in a uh, combat situation, I did serve nonetheless. And uh, when when we were about to release the marketing campaign for this cigar, I saw it as a tremendous opportunity, a huge platform to gain awareness and attention for this charity, the Wounded Warrior Project. Um, uh, CO, uh, one of my former COs at the time, it was Captain Maxwell. Now he's uh, Lieutenant Colonel Maxwell. Um, he actually started a, a smaller version of the Wounded Warrior uh, charity in, in uh, Camp Pendleton called the Wounded Warrior Regiment. It was basically uh, barracks that uh, housed injured uh, soldiers when they would come back from overseas, help rehabilitate them. Uh, and even you know later on, they, they uh, you know they expanded the, the program with uh, you know job placement type stuff, sure. uh, any type of assistance you can imagine. And the Wounded Warrior project is uh, of the same vein, uh, but on a much larger scale. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, when I knew that we were going to have ads in all these different magazines, Esquire and Cigar Aficionado, and it was going to have this global reach to it, I really wanted to be able to give them a platform, uh, you know, kind of a sounding board. You know, and a, you sure. know, it's, uh, it's valuable real estate on those pages, so I wanted, to, I wanted to have their logo displayed loud and proud there. Wow, that's awesome. And, uh, you know, looking it up, I found uh, WoundedWarriorProject.org is the way you can go on there and contribute and be part of the team. Also, their telephone number is... 877-TEAM-WWP. I'll say that again. 877-TEAM-WWP. WoundedWarriorProject.org. Very nice thing to do. Again, I, I, I hope you copied on that. I hope uh, other companies see that and, uh, you know, use a little space uh, to help somebody out. And, geez, I, I, you know, once a Marine, always a Marine, thank you once again for, for your services, and thanks for joining us Absolutely. on the Cigar Authority. Much, much luck to you. Uh, I know this uh, limited edition, unfortunately limited, uh, this is going to be a winner. It's going to sell out in no time at all, but uh, this will be the, the platform for you to jump forward and have much more success. So thank you very much, Matt. Thanks for joining us on the Cigar Authority. Steve, thank you guys. Much respect. You guys right. take care. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Matt. That was Matt Booth, Room 101 Cigars, the collaboration with them and Camacho Cigars. They did a great, great job uh, on, um, on this limited edition. Boy, it's uh, the conspiracy. I like that name. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, what, wow. I so mean, is it changing? I mean, you've been about, what, a quarter way through now? Is it's, it? it's full body. Yeah. This is a, uh, this is a much heavier cigar. I'll tell you, it has none of the harshness, though. It's not, it's mm. not bothering me that I'm going to smoke it all the way down. There's no doubt about it. Sometimes I get into these strong cigars. I can't smoke them all the way. I like them. They're nice taste to them, but they just get so heavy, heavy yeah, on the yeah. chest. Uh, it, it gets unenjoyable to me. That's not the case so far. I'm halfway done. 
I'm going all the way. All the way with this one. <laughs> because so, it's the only one I have. So Matt, he's a jewelry guy, but also a cigar guy. I wonder how that uh, that marriage happened. Uh, we, we should have asked him. I should have asked him. We should have asked him. Yeah, we'll get Christian. I know Christian is listening to us. That's Christian Aroa from Camacho Cigars, the one, the one that locked horns with him and ended up hooking up with him, making this team work. He's out here in Europe somewhere. Oh, and he's, he's, he's listening on the internet right now. Great. And, if, and uh, Christian, by all means, if you're listening in right now and you can get an outside line and give us a call and answer the questions, I forgot to ask, 617-237-1234 is the number. I'll say it again. Get ready, Christian. 617-237-1234. Give us a call and tell us uh, what we forgot to ask. But um, I, I had my notes. I did what I could no, do. You, yes, great question. That, that was just my curiosity. Yeah. You know the way I operate, though. Yeah. I like to hear people's stories. It's a, uh, it's a very interesting uh, thing that he's doing there in, um, in that – Cigars to a lot of people are like kind of old-fashioned type of thing, and he's putting his young, young hip type of spin into this and uh, conspiracy blend. It's uh, and without having a, um, a, a guest host on here, I have to take a puff every once in a while, keep the cigar lit, and enjoy it. So uh, the the uh, short uh, second breaks or something is uh, we have Christian not Christian I think we have a caller oh, we have a call take him. sure come on in caller it's uh Jackie from Watertown Jackie hey what's up David oh I know who you are this time Jackie how are you thank you well I did I didn't I'm, I'm I, if it were two of me I couldn't be better <laughs> <laughs> yeah so things are good in Watertown unbelievable I'm at SNA cigars okay I'm on Albert Street. I'm having a La Flor Dominicana nice. press box. Mm, I love that. I love that yeah. cigar. That's the. What's uh, that retail for? Because I want to know if I'm getting ripped off. This guy has unbelievable price. I'm paying eight bucks for this. That's great. That's great. It's yeah. a, it's about eight dollars in tax-free New Hampshire, so uh, you're getting a great deal. He's eating the tax for well, you. Listen, I, I could go to you know cigar masters. I could go other places. I come here because he's got the best prices in all of this area. Good. I hear nice yeah, things about s and I hear nice things. I've, I've never been, but I, I always hear good. Yeah, John runs it, and his son, Stephen, and his nephew, Sovereign, and uh, they give you, you know, discounts on bar, just like you do, Dave. They're a customer-oriented cigar store. Well, that's what it's all about. You know that. That's what it's all about. This business is, uh, is all about uh, relationships and customer orientation. You want, the, you want the customer coming back over and over, so that's awesome. So how's the king yeah, of smoke? Yep. Well, the king, yeah, the guy, Dave, can I do a plug if you don't mind? Please. Okay, on the 20th of this month, anybody listening out there, and Dave has legions of followers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if, any, both he is. Now, both he is, listen up. <laughs> Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, everybody out there, you, Dave's secret life, he was a former pro wrestler. Oh, please, please. Uh, Go ahead. Right. So here we go. On the 20th of September. Mark it down, gentlemen and ladies, on the 20th of September at Biagio's Restaurant at 123 Moody Street in Waltham, Mass. We are going to have a blowout smoker. SNA presents the new Cuban Wheel. I've smoked it. Unbelievable cigar, isn't it? I smoked it. It's very good. We don't have it here yet, but I smoked that cigar last week. I thought it was fabulous. Fabulous. So you're doing a cigar dinner with, you're doing a whole cigar dinner based around that cigar? Yes. Oh, it's a great cigar. So it's going to be $75 to get in. You get a dinner, a family style. You get three cigars. 
You get a, a Cuban roller that's going to be there that uh, the cigar agency is going to provide. You know the guy he has working for him? Yes, Felix. Felix, uh, yeah, Felix. I can't think of his last name, but yes, Felix. And I, I guess he was uh, La Gloria Cubana's roller in Cuba for 40 years or something? He was Gloria Cubana, and before that, uh, after that, he became working for uh, Arturo Fuente during the early stages of the Opus X uh, beginnings of that. So, uh, Right, so he will, be the, he will be the roller at the event. Awesome. We have uh, Karen from the Cigar Agency who's going to present, and you'll find out about the binder, the filler. And yeah. if most people out there don't know, Dave, you will tell them, uh, 70% of the enjoyment of a cigar and the taste and the quality of the price is basically in the wrapper. That's right, that outside wrapper. That's what touches your lips and, and tongue. So that's what you're going to taste the right. most of. You remember, remember when we did the old show? Yep. We took four cigars. We took four cigars, all the same filler and binder with different wrappers, and none of them tasted alike. That's right. Huh. That's right. That was uh, right. with La Aurora. They, they, uh, right. Okay. Yep. So here's, here's the thing. It's uh, $75. So you get all that stuff. We're going to have, uh, uh, also, we're going to have an acupuncturist there to, to explain acupuncture and do a demonstration on it. Wow, us. on you? Uh, on you, I hope. <laughs> well, I go to acupuncture. That's why I'm nuts. Do you? Wow, yeah. okay. They yeah, say I've that been, this, say this truth to th- that. I've been going for three months. I haven't taken a pill in three months. Wow. Good. No wow. pain in my leg sleeping. So it's, uh, you can call... Uh, 617-997-5271. We're limiting the seating to 125. We've already got 84 people. Oh, nice. This thing's going to fill up. Say that number again. It's uh, 617-997-5271. Or you can go to SNA in Watertown and pick up the tickets. They're $75. And 10% of that goes to Ronnie Morell that passed away. From yes, yes. Okay. Madneon Scholarship Fund. That's very nice. Okay, and that's September twentieth, huh? September twentieth, from seven to ten. Uh, there'll be plenty of beautiful women there. You know me, Dave. Oh yeah, you'll bring them in. If they're, if they're not coming, you'll bring them. Yeah, and if they don't, I'll get Tommy to bring them. There we go. <laughs> there we go. All right, that's All beautiful. Right. Okay, thanks for checking in, and uh, you got hey, you guys got the number. Remember, everybody, when you kick back, relax, and enjoy, do it with a cigar authority. Hey, thank you. Thanks, thank Jackie. You. Th- right. Thank you. That was Jackie, who uh, used to do a radio show about cigars a few years ago. Yeah, a couple years ago. And had me on a bunch of times, and uh, here he is checking in every once in a while here. He misses it. They miss it. You know, they get out, and they... They, they didn't want to get out, but they got out, and uh, yeah. here we go. So, yeah. But he, he loves cigars. And, uh, and he's welcome on this show. He always is welcome. Everybody's welcome. you got something to say, please uh, join us in. The good news is Bill Herlicker, I saw he Ooh. came in the building. He's got a, uh, a cooler with him, which means he's got some fine beers. It's awesome. Tommy's missing out. Tommy's missing out. He's on a golf course somewhere. You know what? Tommy's drinking, too, right now. Yeah. I guarantee you. <laughs> Not Tommy. Yes, Tommy's drinking. The thing is, I'm going to have to drink for Tommy today, which is, that's going to be tough on its own. So I'm loving this cigar. I, I, I wish this thing was out already, but he says maybe uh, a few weeks away. Yeah, yeah. The, the end of the month, that'd be nice. Still I, uh, consistent I, in, in terms of flavor and body? and. It's actually getting heavy. I'm, I'm, I'm three quarters of the way into it. It's getting heavier now, and uh, it, it's, it's no lightweight cigar. Yeah. But uh, not not harsh in any way, but it, it's building up spicy as can be. Mm. It's spice bomb. Uh, not a lot of pepper. Nice. It's a nice cigar. It's box-pressed. I like a box-pressed cigar. It doesn't roll off the table. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's nice. 
So it's it, it's uh, you know obviously it doesn't have the band on, it doesn't have the look, uh, but he's saying I'm I'm sure if it looks halfway uh, as good as this room one on one band looks on it, I mean it's going to be good. So uh, that and was limited that production. I think he said fifty thousand. He's only going to release it first here. Yeah, I have that here somewhere. I was scribbling some of that thing down. It was a small small production number, but. Whatever, and it's nice he does the wounded war. 625 boxes of each size, and there's a total of five sizes. So that's it. But uh, for what I'm smoking, mm. I'll tell you, and I'm smoking the Robusto here, which is um, four and three quarters by 50, $7.95. They have a four by 48 at 695 a five by 60. They're loving these 60 ring gauges, uh, 895 and a six and a half by 54. I think that's a torpedo. And that's at nine ninety five. So six ninety five to nine ninety five for this new release that's coming out. Look for it, folks, because uh, it, it's pretty nice. It's uh, and it's going to be that limited that it's going to come and go in most cigar stores. So you're going to have to look for that. And um, Dave, from what I'm hearing, this is the prime time to beca- become a, a cigar enthusiast, if you will. I mean, from what I hear from you and Tommy week in and week out, is the is the quality that you can get. For six dollars to eight dollars is unheard of compared to just a few years ago. Absolutely, uh, d- during uh, the cigar boom days of the '90s, cigars got very expensive and the quality went down dramatically. This was when most people, uh, the boom was going on, and most people were trying cigars for the first time. In my opinion, they were trying the worst cigars that I have ever had hmm. during those days because the rush was going on. Things slowed up a bit. Uh, manufacturers uh, got honing in on the craft much, much better. Yeah. And right now, today, it's the best tobacco, the best tasting cigars I've ever tasted in my life uh, right now. And the problem is, as a cigar buyer, which is I, I am for a cigar store, there's only so much room and so many things you can take. So it, it's trying to weed out the best of the best for, for your cigar store yeah. because everything coming in is really good. So you're getting some really good value stuff out there like this. This is a good cigar. This is a really good cigar. And uh, as much as I like the Room 101, and uh, I'll get back to it, but I'm going to smoke this one all the way down. This Great. Is, this is really, really good. So uh, coming up in the next hour. And we're moving along. I was yeah. a little nervous doing the show by myself. Am I going to be able to talk for two straight hours? I can probably talk for two straight days. <laughs> we can get you to talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when I talk about what I love, and I love cigars, and I love good beer, um, we're going to have Bill Herlicka on, and he and Bill is the uh, owner and founder of White Birch Brewing Company, and uh, they're only a short time in business. And here's a guy that jumped out of the rat race into what he loves. Oh, i got to pick his brain. Yep, you love that story. He'll, he'll tell us all about it. And we're going to graduate in the next hour. We're going to graduate with a diploma, the uh, Camacho Diploma. And this is a cigar I helped launch 11 years ago. Oh, Very cool. proud to say I love the cigar still to this day. They do a great job at Camacho with this. This is Camacho that makes Room 101, so I thought it would be a perfect thing today. Great. So it's another heavier-bodied cigar, so we're going to need the right beer for it. And I'm sure, yeah, this is a thumbs up. I'm sure we're going to have the right beer for that, too. So we'll have Bill on in a little while telling our story. So we'll be back in just a little while. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on The Cigar Authority Radio Network. Hi, this is David Garofalo from The Cigar Authority. I'd like to invite you to visit one of my two-guy smoke shops. 
Two Guys Smoke Shop is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's stogie heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1, off Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Seabrook, and Nashua, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free New Hampshire, or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars everywhere, and single cigars, too. Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's stogie heaven. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603- 3-475-1391. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in Central Florida? How about a vacation home? There's never been a better time than now. Prices are great. Log on to own a home in centralfl.com. FL stands for Florida, and it's warm there, Charlie. That's right. And no state income tax either. Check this out. New construction home, 1,800 square feet, three bedroom, two bath, brand new. Have it the way you want it. Starting at 139 grand in Kissimmee St. Cloud. Find it online at ownahomeincentralfl.com or call our friend Paul Antonelli at 800-338-2549 or you can reach Paul on his personal cell phone and he's going to hate this. 321-443-4028. Log on to ownahomeincentralfl.com. And it's warm there, Charlie. Hey, Sammy V here, Sammy V's Custom Carpentry, foundation to finish and everything in between. Find a job I can't do, I dare you. At Sammy V's Custom Carpentry, I build everything myself, so you know it's American-made and built to last. I don't subcontract, I'm committed to getting a job, and I'm committed to finishing the job personally. Call for a brochure and references, 603-553-2345. If you can dream it, I can build it. Sammy V's, 603-553-2345. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I'd like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys Smoke Shop is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's stogie heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1, off Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Seabrook, and Nashua, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free New Hampshire or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars everywhere and single cigars, too. Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's stogie heaven. Live from a cigar store near you, it's the Cigar Authority with your host, 
Tommy Grella. Okay, folks, the guy in front of you is Tommy. Tommy is a Scorpio. He likes biking, and he's never been laid. Chuck Morrison. He's a really nice guy, you know, but I'm pretty sure that he is a serial murderer. <laughs> and the worldwide authority on everything cigar. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. David Garofalo. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. This is the Cigar Authority. Okay, I am back. 617-237-1234 is the number. 617-237-1234 is the number. This is the Cigar Authority, a two-hour show. We're on the second half of the show about premium cigars and the finer things in life. A quick hello to uh, the four stations listening to us live right now, WWZN, 1510 The Zone in Boston, WARL, 1320 Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, WGAM, 1250 AM ESPN Radio in Nashua, New Hampshire, and WGHM, 900 The Game in Manchester, New Hampshire. They're also listening to us on the CigarAuthority.com, Ustream.net, and this is always available for you, podcasted on Podbeam. Dot com. So at the uh, at the fair and honest price of free, you can get the show at any time. And if you don't like it, you can get uh, double your money back, which would be zero. <laughs> yes. And uh, it's great to have him back. He's here from White Birch Brewing Company. Bill Herlica joined with him is Adam Nason from BeerNews.org. Hi guys. Hello. Hey. How you doing, Dave? Good, good. I'm thirsty. Oh yeah, we're all thirsty right I now. Hear we're, all, we're all thirsty. Hey, it's great cheers. To be back. What do we have cheers. here? This is one of the few bottles of barrel-aged Elysium Ale that I have out. Uh, this is going to be a draft-only release, but I knew I was coming here. I knew you had to try this. Is this the first time a draft-only for you? Draft-only release, yes. Yeah, yep. first time only. Yep. I am hearing a lot about you. A lot of um, um, a lot of growth is happening. Yes. It was yes. a little shutdown while the growth began. Tell us a little about what's going on. It's great to hear. It must be the commercials on the Cigar Authority that's doing this. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we love the Cigar Authority. Yeah. Uh, no, you know, we've been growing a lot. We talked before about how small I was, um, and that volume is really a, an issue. Um I'm excited to be changing over wholesale. I mean, it's like remodeling your house while you're trying to make dinner at the same time. Yeah. Um, we're putting in a new system. It's made by our friends at Macy Industries and Hooks It, you know, using New Hampshire. Right across plumbers. the street from you, right? Exactly. Yeah. And uh, what was really cool is it's going to let me get up to around seven to nine barrels at a time. And uh, for those that remember my last trip here, I'm making beer one to three barrels at a time. Yeah. So it's, it's more than doubling up. More than doubling up. That's awesome. Congratulations to you. That's Thank awesome. You. In one year. Yes. That's one awesome. Year. That's awesome. And demand uh, is strong. You know, where was I? Uh, I went into a um, oh, the place there on uh, Route 28, the meat market, all the way down McKinnon's. Large volume of different uh, beers that they have in there, nice. and they said, "You looking for anything in particular?" And I said, "Yeah, White Birch." And, <laughs> and they said, "We have called him and called him, and we're trying to get in there." And you know, obviously, they can't. They want it, and they can't get it yet. And it's supposedly coming soon. And I said, "I'll, I'll put a good word in for you." Here's a, here's a good word. Exactly. So you're in demand. Yeah, right. Bill. Where can we find you? Well, if you go to my website, whitebirchbrewing.com, uh, I do list all of my New Hampshire stores, and as I find them out, uh, Massachusetts stores. I've tried to stay up with Massachusetts, but I go through a distributor in Mass, so 
um, I can I have a hard time keeping track. They don't. It's not as clear a communication stream once you involve the right, third party. Right. Right. Um, well, the web your website improved. Thank and, you. And there's a lot more that I they can find different places that have it. But yes. once it goes to a distributor, now you don't know who has it at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been working on all aspects. Thank you for noticing yeah, that the website actually. Yeah, I did. Is, I did. <laughs> you know, um, we we dropped front page 2000, and now we're using modern. <laughs> Congratulations! Technology. Thank you. Thank Ten you. years later, but okay, that's all right. You're coming around. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's it, it's been really a lot of fun. It's it's really exciting seeing these huge tanks being brought in with forklifts and guys figuring out. Steps right. to get into your tank, right? Yeah. You got to climb up the stairs. Uh, it's awesome. I have uh, I have complimentary access to an electronic lift oh. to get my get my butt up 30 feet in the air, okay. where, where the lid on this thing is. Um, if you know me, that's not my favorite yeah. thing to do. <laughs> have you uh, have you made anything from those from the new barrels yet? No, 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 no nothing, nothing no, ready yet. Not just yet. No. No. Okay. You know, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I think next week will be the last week of plumbers going insane, piping and valves and I don't know the terminology. So. Yeah, that's all right. You don't need to know it. Just pay the bills. That's all they're looking for. <laughs> they know the terminology and they're gonna give you. It'll be all written down on. You'll you'll know it when you get the bill. It'll yeah. it'll all be there. Well, you know, I mean, we're at the brewery. I'm used to talking beer, beer websites, promotions, stouts. You know, yeah. imperial stouts like this, aged in barrels. These guys are over there going, do you want an NPT fitting? Do you want a nipple yeah, fitting? Yeah. I'm like, don't come anywhere near me, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Don't be stuff. talking like that. Exactly. Bill, yeah. tell us a little bit about your story. Like, how, how did this happen for you? How did you get become a brewer? How did you get into the business? I heard that you were once upon a time a former rat in the rat race and exited that. I, I, me personally, I'd love to hear your story. I think our listeners would enjoy that as well. If you could just uh, take us into your uh, to your life, how you got to where you are now. Sure, sure. Well, you know, I've for the last 13, 14 years, I've been working in uh, um, finance, um, benefits management, and healthcare. Fun stuff. Oh, exciting! <laughs> yeah, exciting. You know, project manager, account executive. I've been homebrewing for 16 years. Hmm. Homebrewing was a, a real passion of mine, hobby. Um, I voraciously read beer websites. Beernews.org, our friend Especially, Adam here. Um, thank you. So you know, on your on your off time, I brew you, beer. You brew beer. So now on your work time, you brew beer, which is like your off time. Congratulations, exactly. you're you. retired. That's right. Uh, you have retired. Yeah, I have man. retired to the job that I the, love that to do the love. most. And it is so important. It is. It is. The money will follow. I promise you. You're doing what you love. And you're going to spend more time doing what you love, which is in turn, it, it, it goes around, and the next thing you know, the money follows. So. Well, it's going to be big. I knew that my last job was not going to last long. I mean, all the classic signs were there. My wife said to me one day, she goes, you know, you love to brew beer. Your homebrew has been in over 20 states in the U.S. Wow. It's been to Canada. It's been to England. It's been to How did that happen? How do you India? go from homebrewing to, uh, to to that kind of exposure going uh, international like that? Was that just word of mouth or? I used to travel for work a lot. Okay. Yeah. You know, you before that lovely shoe bomber uh, guy, you could bring stuff on airplanes. Right, right. And so you'd be amazed, at, or maybe you wouldn't be amazed at just how much gets done with a good case of beer. Yeah. So, huh. Um, it's how it works with cigars too. Exactly. So yeah. I, you know, once my wife put that notion out there, and I finally recovered, I'm like, oh hell yeah. So I went down. I started researching. 
you know, and it wasn't just, you know, I'm going to do what everyone else does. Mm. Um, you know, the industry consultants say you need about a million and a half, two million dollars yeah. to start a brewery. You got to have a certain minimum volume to start. You need to make an IPA, a pale ale, mm. and you got to get out there and sell the heck out of it. And I thought, if I had a million and a half, two million dollars, I don't care if I'm getting laid off. Man. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. Um, no, they'll turn you off. The pros will turn you off into going into the business because you, you, you they think you don't have enough. Right. And um, I opened with six thousand dollars, and go. they told me, forget it, don't do it. This is what you're going to need. And I sat with the uh, uh, Small Businessmen's Association and stuff, and I left there. And and me and my friend Paul that started the business, our heads were down. We walked out of there. We looked at each other and said, What do you want to do? And I said, We're doing it, right? We're right. going for it. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Love it. Love it, man. Follow the heart. That's it. That's you, it. You can plan, you can plan, you can plan. But at the end of the day, if you're going to step forward and open your own business, hopefully it's your dream. This is what you want to do because you're going to be living it. Right. And oh, no, it owns you. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. But that's okay. It's a, it's a marriage. Sure. And... Uh, I think about it, you know, I had a Monday off. I worked seven days a week. Monday was a holiday. I, I had the day off, and uh, I said, uh, you know, I sat around and, and did family stuff for a little while, and as the night was going on, the next thing you know, the briefcase opened up. And let me just quickly check the email and see what's going on. And Well, like you say, Dave, when you, when you love what you do, you never yeah. work a day in your life. Yeah, it's awesome. Know? It's awesome. Well, you know, I come back to, like, this opportunity, you yeah. know, Um this is amazing. I love a good cigar. I love yeah. a good cigar with beer. Um, I do a lot of work on the internet with my website. Granted, I'm finally getting current with technology. Yeah, it looks good. It looks um, really good. You know, I've done a lot with Adam. I've, I've done a lot online, but at the end of the day, you know, people drink beer in the real world. Yeah. And so to be able to pair something I love, cigars, and actually be able to sit down and, and draw on the expertise of you guys with cigars and bring down some unique beers like I make. Um, and actually write that off as work and justify it that way? Absolutely. I mean, why not? I mean, that far better than, you know. Well, there's, there's certainly a lot more people drinking beer than smoking cigars. So you're not as niche as the cigar industry is, but it's very, very common in what it is. Um, beer is actually the number three uh, drink, num number three drink that there is. It's a... Uh, uh, beer is the world's most widely consumed and oldest alcoholic beverage. Beer is the is number three most popular drink. Any guesses what number one and two are? Um, probably water and milk. <laughs> water, water, water is number one. Water would be number one. I'll guess wine. Wine is not number one. Alcohol is beer. So that takes okay. you can take all that out of there. Nice. He's hanging. He's holding up a cup of coffee that is wrong. <laughs> Tea. Tea. Yeah. Yeah. T is number two. You know, we're talking worldwide. According, who is this according to, Dave? According to the authority. All right. According to the authority. <laughs> you know what? We're in New England. Coffee is a very American thing. Yeah. Iced coffee, it's all over New England. You head out of the New England area, they look at you like, why would you want cold coffee? Yeah, yeah. Like, There's a billion, two billion Chinese, right? What do they drink? Tea. Tea. Right? They're not mm. big into coffee, nor are they into, into cigars. Sure. They're into cigarettes yes. and tea. <laughs> so anyway, just a weird fact anyway. Uh, but you were a m less than a microbrewery, right? What's the term of, of a smaller than a microbrewery? Nano. Nano, right? Yes, I started making beer. You know, everyone quotes the beer industry in barrels, you know. Um, Sam Adams is going to make 150,000 barrels. 
I don't know if that's true or not, but it's that's kind of volume they're at. Yeah, yeah. I started making beer 15 gallons or 20 gallons at a time. Hmm. Half barrel. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's truly for you and your friends type of thing. It's not much of a business, right? 15 gallons. Well, I started with three stores. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, it, I'm confident in the beer I make. I know it's good. I know that there's people that enjoy it. You know, we're drinking an imperial stout that's aged in a barrel that wasn't aged with um, bourbon. It's something else. I don't have licensing rights to it, so oh. I can only tell you that the barrel this was aged in, the beer, uh, the liquid that that comes out of that barrel sells for $160 a bottle. Okay. It's not cheap. And they end up selling the barrel off after, and you're able to do that. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So, do you taste any of that? Oh, in it? I, I get that. Out okay. Of this, totally. Um, okay. How about you, Adam? You getting any of the uh, barrel characteristics out of this? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. All right. So, Adam, uh, you're a professional taster? <laughs> uh, definitely not. That's not my forte. Um, on beardnews.org, I usually talk more about new beers coming out. Okay. Industry, what's happening in the exactly. industry as opposed to saying this is what I taste and all that. Yeah. Okay. But you obviously like beer. Oh, I love beer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Helps to like it, right? And I write a lot about Bill's uh beers at White Birch, and hmm. I get tons of great feedback. Yeah. I, I was amazed that it, when I took when I said it to the lady. I nice. asked for it. She was like, I'm trying to get a hold of Bill. And blah, 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 blah. I'm like, nice. I know him. Let me see what I can do for you. Exactly. Well, the barrel influence on this, because it's not bourbon, it's a little different. Um, typical stout's chewy. It's rich. It's got some roasty flavors in there. Some of them are very hoppy, bitter. This one has a soft, velvety mouthfeel to it. It's got a little bit of like a tart uh, note and yeah. an oaky mm-hmm. note that comes in there. So when you try that, it's not in the softness of it. When you put it all together, it takes it into a whole other taste direction. Um, there's mm-hmm. some maybe port qualities in there. There's um, you know, there's a Venice aspect to the beer, and that's what really sets barrel aging aside from anything else. Um, <laughs> there we go. Mr. A little beer for Mr. Jonathan. Mr. Jonathan, our, our former producer who has left us, uh, comes back for a little. We'll get him on in the next hour for sure. Nice. You want to try some of this beer? Hey, if there's any left, your, your current producer would love to try some. Okay. I'm, just, I'm there, drooling over here. There's, right. a, there's another bottle, guys. So we have more. Uh, we brought extra. We have Cheers. more. We're getting. This is what's the alcohol content on this? Just so I can be prepared for the feeling later. I'm here till eleven six. Eleven six. I'm here for the day, folks. <laughs> Dancing nice. will begin in about two hours. <laughs> Well, it comes across smooth, too. And, you know, the cigar that we have here, the Camacho cigar, mm. um, you know, it's it's got a nice balance for me yep. with the beer. So when you're having a cigar and you're having a beer, it changes how the beer tastes. Sure. A bigger, darker, robust beer or a stronger beer tends to stand up better for me to a cigar, and that's what I try to pair with it. Imperial Stouts are definitely a classic beer to put up with a cigar. Yeah, it's good. Dude, this is really good. <laughs> I like this yeah. a lot. Yeah, delicious. Now the Thank only you. way to, the only way to get this is to go to the pub that's carrying it and has it on tap. You yeah. put in a bottle for us today, but that's not a bottle beer. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> well, you know, these beers tend to be hoarded, and um, they sit in cellars, and people enjoy them over years. Yeah, I yeah. I do that myself. Yeah, yeah. I have stuff going back to 19. 19- 74 in my cellar. And it's fine to drink. It oh, has not skunked out. It, it's beautiful. It's beers. beautiful. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I opened a, a beer from 1946 last wow. year. Wow. You are kidding. 
it and it was, will it, it's still good at that at that age huh well, it was it, you you have to set aside your notion of what a beer is today mm. when you open something like that you're thinking like a liqueur or something yeah. like that the taste sensations that came out of that beer were oaky there was tobacco notes i mean it, malt notes i mean there was so much oak in that beer because it spent 11 years in a barrel. I'm thinking this beer must have been untouchable for 20 years. Yeah. Now, really? Now, with cigars, what happens is sometimes they certain cigars age beautifully and they get better and better year after year. Yes. And sometimes they peak. Yes. There's a certain point that a cigar, and, and it, uh, there was a, uh, a Davidoff that I had from... Uh, Oh, my God. It was a Cuban Davidoff, and it had to be 25 years old. Wow. And uh, wow. I had heard so much good talk about it. And by the time I got to it, which is 25 years later, it had mellowed out so much, and it lost the characteristics it had from before of what I read it had from before. So, you know, would, would you find that to happen? Or because it's sealed, it's kind of locked in its thing? Well, beer does the same thing. Um, is, is it aging in a glass bottle? Or yeah. Just, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what you get is, you know, you need at least 8% alcohol or better to age a beer. Hmm. And I always tell people, drink one fresh so you know what it tastes like. And then sample it at six months. And if it's trending the way you like, salt it away. And that's hmm. the same way with cigars. It's the same thing. No. You know, buy a box, try it today, go back to it six months from now, go back to it a year from now, right. and you'll say, oh, my God, it's getting better and better right. and better. And then you, you want to keep going to it because if uh, if you've missed the peak, that's yeah. it, you know. Oh, same thing with beer. Yeah. Some, you know, I've got some beers that are over 10 years old. Beautiful. I have some beers that were awful for three years and then hit a peak. Oh, okay. They, they ended up getting good. Right. They mellow, they get a little more venous, they get some sherry-like or pork yeah. qualities. What I found with, with, um, with cigars on that respect that um, if you get a crappy product to begin with, as it got older and stuff, I have a, a much older crappy cigar. <laughs> it, di it didn't make a, a, a crappy cigar good, but it makes a good cigar greater, but it has to be good or somewhat good to begin with. Yes. Well, that can hold true with beer, too. A crappy beer is not necessarily going to turn good with time. Yeah, I, have I a got lucky. If I have a, I have a, a, I have a six-pack of, um, what was that, the President's Beer, their uh, President's Brothers Beer, Billy Beer. Oh, Billy Beer. Yeah, that that's it, not going to improve. It's not going to improve. <laughs> it was the worst beer then, and it's, oh. it's still the worst beer, and it's old now. And, exactly. Yeah. You know, regular domestic beers that you get out there, 5% alcohol, 3% alcohol. Drink uh, it fresh. That's it, right? That's it. Except it. for my Berliner Weiss. That's okay. made with lactobacillus, and it's a bacteria, not a yeast. Over time, it continues to add some tartness to the beer. In fact, I had an email from a group in Florida. They got the Berliner Weiss. I don't know how. I don't sell in Florida. Um, they put a tasting together with 15 other people. They put my Berliner Weiss a 30-year-old Berliner Weiss and a German Berliner Weiss called 1809 together. And they, they compared all three beers. They're like, the white birch beer was fantastic. And they, it held they, up They great. compared it blind? Wow. Do they do it blind tasting type of thing? And they no. didn't really tell me the details oh, really? of the tasting other than the 30-year-old beer was drinking great and that my beer more than held its own against a German counterpart. And I'm like, 
Great. There we Thank go. You. That's great. Yeah, I'll yeah. vouch for that beer. That was delicious. Thank you. Thank well, you. well um, I know the folks at Boston the Beer Company, uh, Sam Adams, um, you know, they were doing, uh, brewing about 25 cases at a time at one point early on mm. until they got the Best Beer in America Award and mm. cha-ching, you know, <laughs> that was it. You know, and I just wish the same for you. I mean, Thank if, you. if, if uh, some big national, uh, if, if there's such a thing as Best Beer in America Awards is still going on, I mean, that was many, many years ago. But um, that's all it takes is, is recognition. It happens in the cigar industry oh. with the uh, Cigar Aficionado magazine. Sure, That sure. they were... Uh, Little, little, um, La Gloria Cubana is a perfect example. It was a little, small, little place in Miami that made a, you know, they had six rollers and that was it. And it's, wow. you know, some of these places like Camacho may, may have 400 rollers. Wow. They had six rollers. All of a sudden, Cigar Aficionado takes a value brand, a $1.65 cigar or something, and says, this is the best thing out there. Yeah. Well, that was the end of it. Ba-boom! Nice. It went through the roof. They sold out to a big conglomerate, and the rest is, uh, history. Nice. So. Well, we just changed beers, so let me just tell you what you've got now. This is called Indulgence. This is 9.2. We've gone down a little on good, this one. Good, good. Um, I call this one <laughs> the Indulgence. The employees will thank me for this later on today. Yes. Um, this is Indulgence. Yes. Um, I call it Indulgence because I indulged my brewing one day. I was getting ready to move things around on the floor, and I had a lot of chocolate malt. And I could pick up the 55-pound bags and move them build the shelving, move them back onto the shelving, and I thought, you know, I got a fermenter, and I really could care less about moving this stuff three times just for the sake of moving it. So I said, I am going to take an obscene amount of chocolate malt and make a beer. So try that. Very different character than what you just had. Yeah, it is. A little richer. It doesn't... Even coffee. Yeah. Well, chocolate malt is just a roast. Yeah. It's not chocolate. And it, it brings out the blackness. The black. If you take the chocolate malt out of this beer, there is no black. It's a pale beer. Okay. And uh, it brings in some coffee notes. It brings in some sweet and some dark chocolate notes. And it's a very viscous type of body as it comes across the tongue. It's good. It's. Uh, it feels like I'm going to get a bite at the end of it, but it doesn't. It never very happens. Smooth. Here it comes, and I'm. I'm waiting for it to bite back, and it doesn't. Very smooth, very mellow. The funny thing about this beer, I think it's actually your worst rated beer online. Though I have. I mean, I'm drinking this right now. I think it's phenomenal. Well, you know, the internet can be a great place for information. It can be a tough place for information. Yeah. yeah. And really, what it comes down to is. You know, I think you need to learn your own taste, trust your sense of taste and what you enjoy. Um, Use the Internet for reference, but at the end of the day, you need to experience it and decide for yourself. Does the Internet people mostly go for the, the heavier beers? Like a lighter beer would never. Yeah, that's the big, that's that's the big what, trend right now. And that's what happens in the cigar world, too. And that's not the, of what sells. But as far as the Internet is concerned, for lack of a better word, a, a cigar geek that, that really into it, um, there's no way they're ever going to let somebody know they like a lighter flavored. You know, I, I think it's more ego than anything else. And, sure. and, and it, it's not true. That's not what sells. Right. You know, everything sells, but lighter stuff, and probably even the beer world, sure. lighter beers sell way more than, than heavier beers do. But yeah. hey, I'm a macho guy. I'm, I'm, I know my stuff, and I'm gonna, I drink heavy, strong beer, period. That's sure. it. Well, I think I made people upset because I refused to call this a stout or a porter or anything like that. 
It's made with Belgian yeast. It's made with an insane amount of chocolate malt. It's not a porter. That's, porters aren't made. They're made with an English ale yeast. It's not a stout. There's no black patent. There's no roasted malt, barley. There's, it's nothing like that. And the house yeast I have is a Belgian Trappist-style yeast. So it, it takes it in such a radically different direction that people enjoy it when they try it, like we are here. But, you know, when you get into the online people, they're more obsessed with the notion of someone else's definition of style. And they say, well, that beer isn't declared as a stout, and it didn't taste like a stout, it, but it has stout color. It's not a porter, but it has some porter-esque qualities to it with the coffee that you know. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. And I say, well, it's an American strong ale. What's an American strong ale? No, the, the color's throwing them off, right? It's, it's the a color more the, the color. And, and, that, and again, back to an analogy of cigars or something. Somebody will look at a Doc Maduro cigar or something and initially, you know, know this is too mild to be a Doc cigar. Never mind, you know, the best way to do this is, is put a paper bag around it and drink it. <laughs> Now taste it, and you're going to have a whole different thing. Sure. You? Right. Yeah, actually, you have my curiosity up on the dark wrapper. Yeah. I'm a sucker for cigars with dark wrappers. Okay. Um, you know, we've done blind test, taste test before, which is taking the bands off it, but it's pretty hard to, to hide what the cigar looks like mm. besides blindfold you. And I had them do it to me before, some of the guys that work for me, and said, I actually want to try some cigars really blindfolded and not look because... Part of visual is a big, big thing. You know, oh, the yeah, band yeah. is a big thing. The label is a big thing. Yeah. And um, you know, looking at the cigar is is the first thing you're going to see, like anything sure. else. And it changes. Oh yeah. If yeah. you don't look at it, it changes. And somebody not looking at the darkness of this beer is going to think altogether different, because it's not a powerful beer by no. any means. No. But it's a nice flavor set. It's a real nice beer. I've had this with pot roast. I've had this with a really thick cut of steak I barbecued on the grill. Um, I last had this. I did a um, I did a brisket following advice Tommy gave me the last time I was on the show. Yeah. My wife was like, oh, my God, that brisket's awesome. I had the brisket with this, and I had some potatoes that I did up on the side. I'm like, oh, just roll me off the dinner table. Yeah. I am just yeah. so happy right now. This could fill you up, though. These beers can fill you yeah. up, right? Pretty quickly. Yeah. Yes, yeah, they're good. Okay, so um, what's the future for you guys? Well, for me, the future is getting the thing finished so I can brew. Yeah. Um, we just sent our first pallet of beer down to Philadelphia. Oh, you um, are in Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, on its you way. You did it. Okay, because that was the, the dream or the next step up. So Philadelphia is in. Philadelphia is in. They're getting the pale ale. They're getting the triple. They're getting kegs as well of both. They're getting kegs of double. And they're getting kegs of the uh, barrel-aged Elysium. Right. The good news for the Cigar Authority is Philadelphia is our next stop. Oh, that's yep. awesome. There's a station in Philadelphia now interested already, and we're talking, and uh, that nice. could, that's going to be our next spot. Nice. Uh, I just did a test batch of what I'm calling Hooksadale. Yeah. It's a Belgian-based beer with a West Coast hop effect on it. came out really nice, really flavorful and aroma, uh, aromatic with the Cascade hops. We're going to debut that at a brewer's dinner Monday night at Burrito Me. Oh. And uh, give people a chance to try it. It's on draft. And uh, enjoy with some custom stuff that they've made up at the restaurant for that night. Okay. Is that event sold out, or is there a chance for pe- uh, any listeners to get in on board on that? I believe there are still some tickets, and uh, I think you could probably bend their arm if they're sold out. And, yeah. And get in. Brewer's Me? 
Burrito Me. Burrito Me. Burrito yes. Me. Okay. Mission-style burritos. They're fabulous cooks. It's in downtown Laconia. Okay. Hmm. Laconia. Somebody want to take a ride out there? I'm sure it's going to be a fantastic night. Well, I can't thank you guys enough for coming down to see us. Uh, this is Bill Hurlicka. White, White Birch Brewing is it. They're in Hookset, New Hampshire. And check out their website. It's new, improved. As their whole company is, and you're going to see lots coming out of them, and you heard it here first, whitebirchbrewing.com, and they can, you can give them a call if you want to try to get this beer at your facility, uh, 603-244-8593, that's the best number? Yep. 603-244-8593, or again, find them on whitebirchbrewing.com. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, David. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Enjoy. And we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to bring Mr. Jonathan back in with us. His triumphant return here to the Cigar Authority. You are listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry-shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. Attention all business owners and entrepreneurs looking to grow your business or increase sales. Well, here's your chance to get in on the ground floor of our exclusive radio show, The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority is broadcast across four powerful radio stations throughout New England and across the globe via podcast and live video stream. Team up with The Cigar Authority Radio Network and start connecting with our vast and dynamic audience of educated consumers with disposable income. For advertising and business opportunities designed to take your business to the next level, call me, Chuck Morrison, today at 603-630-8041. That's 603-630-8041. Or send us an email at ads at thecigarauthority.com. Look, if there's one thing that's true about the Cigar Authority listeners, it's that they all enjoy the finer things in life. And that most certainly includes your product or service. The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments before you give up, ruin your good name and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to 
to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. White Birch Brewing is the home of finely crafted, small batch beers. My friend, owner and operator Bill Herlicka's goal is to brew great beer for the beer enthusiast. Let me tell you from experience, folks, this guy is all about quality. White Birch Brewing is a two-barrel brewery located in Hookset, New Hampshire. That takes an artisan approach to brewing. Bill releases unique interpretations of Belgian styles, barley wines, imperial stouts, and wild ales. Each batch is bottle conditioned and aged at the brewery. It's a slow process, but one they wouldn't trade for anything. Ask your local retailer for White Birch beers or go to whitebirchbrewing.com. Our friends at White Birch Brewing are as passionate about beer as the Cigar Authority is about food? No, cigars. Cigars, yeah, that makes sense. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I'd like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys Smoke Shop is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's stogie heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1, off Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Seabrook, and Nashua, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free New Hampshire or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars everywhere and single cigars too. Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's stogie heaven. And we're back with Cigar Authority. Hi, everybody. 617-237-1234. The Cigar Authority, a show about premium cigars and the finer things in life, including premium beers. We just had uh, Bill Herlicker on with White Birch Brewing Company, and uh, I'm feeling a buzz. There's no doubt about it. Me too. I have Mr. Jonathan with me. Yeah, baby. Just when you think they let you out, you pull you back in, huh? Yeah. Mr. Jonathan popped by. He was the guy that was doing the producing and everything, and he uh, he moved on, but he's still a friend and comes by, and it's beautiful because uh, Tommy Grello's not here today. I, so. was, I was driving. I was listening to the show, and I hear, no Tommy. And then <laughs> you go to, you get ready to go to break, and it says you say Tommy's out golfing, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm going down there then. I'm going to take his spot. Beautiful. And, and actually, Tommy, I've got your headset on right now. That's right. He's wearing your headset sitting in your seat. You don't want to know right. what I'm going to do to you this. You want to go golfing, and you want to go have a good time and not hang out here with the Cigar Authority, somebody fills in your spot like that. How does he get time off? He can do what he wants. I mean, you He's know how it is. Yeah? He's a celebrity. Jeez. Oh, well. Anyway, we're uh, we're smoking Camacho Diploma right now. You're smoking the Room 101. Yeah, I love I it. Know, I don't know if you caught him on. on I uh, did. Yeah, which yeah, is good uh, interview. We'll see where he's going to go. I wish I had one to share with you, both of you guys, of the new one that's coming out. Rub it in, Dave. It was good. <laughs> it, it was good. It was good. It was uh, my favorite of the three cigars, and I'm a big Diploma fan. Yeah. I love the Diploma to begin with. Uh, Room 101 was good, but when I ended up getting to that cigar, he said, you're probably not going to jump back, and he's right. Yeah. I, I'm like... Okay, that was uh, the limited edition. The problem with limited editions is they're limited. Yeah. So you can't 
make it one of your regular cigars. You can buy in heavy when the, when the cigar comes out, get on board with it, and have it in there. But uh, it's a limited production. I truly believe you cannot make millions and millions of cigars that good. Right. And that's why a limited production ends up being uh, so limited, and uh, that's the deal with that. So... Um, and he's doing the Wounded Warrior thing. It's awesome That's stuff. Awesome, awesome service. Yep. Very cool. So, uh, you know, we're giving, uh, we're having a, a Camacho event here at uh, Two Guys in Seabrook today. And one thing that we also do is uh, we give cigars to troops all the time. And we put a box out here because we got uh, sometime in October, we have a motorcycle rally that's coming around with about 60 guys. They do it every year. Hmm. And they end up making one of the stops, Two Guys Smoke Shop. They come and have a cigar. Nice. We put a little spread out for them and stuff. And we put a box out here for anybody that wants to uh, give a cigar to one of the uh, to the troops. Fabulous. And we send cigars out to them all the time. Someone just bought a box. Somebody bought a box, That's and I awesome. said, came in, bought a box of cigars, and then said, yeah, this is for the troops. That's so cool. That's very cool. How oh. nice is that? There are good people out there. There, there are. <laughs> they do exist. There's a lot of them that go to cigar stores, I'll tell you that. So that's the good thing about that anyway. Yeah. So we're on the Cigar Authority, and uh, Tommy Grella didn't come this week, but uh, Mr. Jonathan's here. How's life? Well, let me tell you, I, my house was broken into. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they took a couple of things. They were actually the most respectful criminals I've ever seen. Uh, they didn't damage anything. Uh, I, they came for a certain thing, right? They got my cigars. Is that what they Are came for? Are you kidding? For? Uh, they got over $1,000 worth of cigars. No. Yeah. Did so, they take uh, anything else? I think I got some DJ gear in my studio where I keep my cigars. They took the cheapest CD player. It was right next to the most expensive CD player that I own. They took the cheap one. They left my recorder. I've got a recorder like you guys, $300 recorder that could fit in your pocket. They left it. My turntables, they left. Wow. My $1,500 mixer, they left it. I had a bunch of mixers kicking around, all expensive. Left them. Get this. I had my boat cruise. I had all of the cash from the boat cruise, $2,300 in cash sitting on my desk. Left it. They didn't take the cash? Really? This is the thing. People hide their money. In their drawer in the kitchen, which they rifled through. Right. They hide it underneath their gas fireplace, which they used my axe and pried open the access panel. I don't leave my cash there. I leave my cash in envelopes on my desk. They never rifled through any of my papers. <sighs> oh, so, my World's God. dumbest. <laughs> well, let right. me tell you, if you're going to – I know a place I worked at that had a safe. They just smashed the safe open. Yeah. So – the place to keep your money is in an envelope out in the open, and they're not going to go through it. Last wow. place you'd look, right? Yeah. Wow. They don't. They only have a certain amount of time. It's a smash and grab. I'm making some in. notes to sell. <laughs> yeah. Take your money wow. out of your safe and put it out in plain sight. You know, they're not the necessarily the smartest people no. in the world. They're criminals, right? Yeah. So they're not the smartest people if their business is to break in somebody's house and see what they can get instead of get a job. Yeah. So I, uh, I made the mistake Jeez. initially of telling my insurance company that they only took a couple hundred dollars worth of cigars. Ah, uh, Jonathan. But I uh, contacted my good friend Dave, owner go. of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and said, this is my cigar number. Can you look up and see what I've purchased in the last couple of months? And it was $1,400 worth of cigars. And Dave sent me an email saying, oh, I guess you're hooked. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> So they uh, – I a monster. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you're, you're creating another one over here, yeah, too. Thanks. <laughs> when did this happen? Is this pretty recent? Yeah, like uh, four weeks ago. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, Actually, it was the last time I was at Two Guys in Salem. We were hanging out for the day. Yeah. We, we recorded the commercials yeah. and stuff, and yeah. I went home, and my house had been broken into. You brought some friends in to buy cigars. Yeah. Teaching friends about cigars. And That's what I do. Oh, my God. So what are you smoking now, Jonathan? I've got the Room 101. What is this? The one you guys had on earlier. Yeah, first the hour. first room. Dave first gave room. this to me. It's very first good. First room 101. Are you one of the diploma? I gave those all away. I'm good, Dave. You good? 
good. Uh, the pool. Thank you for the offer, though. No, nope, that's I, right. my, my lungs aren't quite where, where yours are. You, you know, I, and you guys scared me in Colorado, by the way. I mean, uh, the show started out there around 11 o'clock local time, and I think you guys were four or five sticks deep. Yeah, and, uh, uh, when, when we go to trade shows and stuff like that, <laughs> I mean, literally, you, can, you smoke all day, all night, and uh, I cut myself during the show, and smoke came out. <laughs> I mean, you, you end up smoking a lot of that. It, it gets to the unenjoyable point. You know, late at night or something is after dinner and you did a cigar dinner that night and everybody goes back into the cigar bar and yeah. says, come on, let's go for another cigar yeah. or something. It's like, Hardcore. you know what, guys, I, I think I've had it. And Tommy's like, <laughs> no, I'm much. going. And I go, all right, I'll go because I don't want to be a wimp. That's I'm, right. You're the I'm authority, man. you yeah. got to hang. I'm a guy, too. And I'm like, oh, my God. There's nothing worse than being called out without being called out. That's right. That's that's worse. You, you know, you know, know there's ball it. busting coming, especially from Tommy. Well, okay, you coming to our anniversary party? I actually, it looks like my schedule has opened up, and so I'd, I'd like to go. Yeah, we were, Dave, tell our listeners about this. This is a pretty big deal, as we like to say on the Cigar Authority. Yeah, and I, you can tell them, but they can't go. They can't go, so I, I can, I can use this as a, uh, as a. Um, I told you you should have bought tickets. Yeah. Yeah, I told you so. Um, it's our 25th anniversary. Huge. So uh, we do a big big anniversary party every year, but this is the 25th, so we're going over the top. And 25 different manufacturers are coming, and, and the who's who in the cigar world will be here. we got um, the Fuentes are coming in, the Padrones are coming in, just every big name. I hate to even stop bringing up names, but everybody who's anybody is coming up. And we're doing a show, by the way, for our listeners to know. That's it. So next week's show is going to be the Colorado show we did. Definitely we'll, tune in for that. You guys okay. will enjoy that. And on Wednesday next week, not this week, the next week, right. we're going to do the show from the anniversary party. We'll record it. And actually, what we'll do for our listeners, if they really want to check it out, we'll broadcast it live on Ustream.tv. So okay. if they want to check it out live, they'll be able to do so during the event. Uh, I'll we, make sure we do that on right. Ustream.tv. Okay. And they'll be able to hear the interview, it sounds like, sometime in October. Okay. Or not the interview, but the show itself, the, show the 25th itself. anniversary. We will record uh, and we will air on a Saturday. There's just going to be so many people there, so it's going to be the opportunity to be able to talk to everybody and put them on yeah. the air and let them see what the Cigar Authority is really all about. So uh, love to have you there. Love to have you. I'd love to go. Okay. Does that good. mean you guys get a Saturday off if you're airing the... Uh... Well, well, they do. <laughs> this is the problem. that he, he has a part-time job working for the Boston, the New England Boston Patriots. How old Back in the day, hey, Gino huh? Capaletti would be proud to hear that. <laughs> the New England Patriots. So uh, when, the, when the Pats are away and he has to leave early on a Saturday, and it happens three or four times? Yeah, I think four times total this season. Yeah, so uh, four times is going to be a... It'll be a new show. It's not like we want to play the best of because we have no best of yet. <laughs> so it, it, it's going to be um, a, a show that we'll, we'll do earlier. And right, it happens nice. to be this week is going to be one of them. And it's, it's a great show. I was there. It was awesome. It was awesome, yeah. man. <laughs> so next week's show is awesome, although it's not live. And then we'll, we'll tape the one next Wednesday in, at the anniversary party, which is the 22nd. And the end of that sometime in October. But the following week, we'll be talking all about it anyway. Yeah. Just, just won't be live. But... Um, I'm going to be very busy, so I'm going to start the show that night, that day, with them. We're going to do it about 5 o'clock at night. Okay. 5 to 7, or 5.15 to 7.15, I think, is actually the exact time. Uh, it's 7 o'clock. Everybody comes pouring in. It's a craziness. You'll, you'll get the craziness at the end. Uh, I can't be talking the whole time. I, I just There's have no so way. many people coming in. Exactly. So yeah. you and Tommy would be great. All right. I'm in. Yeah? Beautiful. There we go. Okay, beautiful.
I, I don't mean to do it to you on the air, and then you feel like you have to do it. <laughs> I can tell you off the air that I can't do it. That's then right. It will be fun. <laughs> That's right. But it'll be good. It'll be good. You'll have a great time, and you'll uh, you 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 went to our um, big. You went to this is where uh, you you were actually uh, doing the music for it. Our anniversary last year, which we did an MMA event. Yes. Uh, Three thousand seater arena, and we had a uh, ten different MMA bouts and all that, and you did the music for it, and that was great. And uh, what a party! That was man. Well, this one's this one is number twenty-five. That's in, huge. In my DJ history, I've never been more nervous because I know how exacting you are. And when we sat down and we had meeting after meeting, and you're like, I don't want my listeners to be able to hear the music. I want them to be able to feel it. And I was like, well, that's fine. I can make them feel it on the, you know, right around the arena. They're like, you're like, no. Every seat in the house has to feel it. If they pay $10 for a ticket, they've got to have the same experience as someone paying $200. And I was like, oh, my God. You did an awesome job. Well, thank you. And, and I was dealing with people that get hit in the head for a living. <laughs> and I keep saying it. And, and the management team... Our uh, ex people that used to get hit in the head for a living and have there's not recovered. There's not no fully, winning. They have there's not no fully recovered. <laughs> they never will recover. So that was my first and last ever of doing something like that. But it was it was truly an experience to end up living through that thing. But wow, what a this one's going to be a piece of cake compared to that. But it's going to be we're going to have uh, four or five hundred people. And it's going to be a. Everyone's going to be getting 25 different cigars. Everybody who's everybody is 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 coming in the area starting next week. They're all going to start coming into the New England area, and you're going to see them out and about. The events are going to go on everywhere, and that night is going to be truly spectacular. It's going to be unbelievable. So I wanted the Cigar Authority to actually capture some of that uh, opportunity to to uh, interview some of these people that probably will not come up again, or maybe for a long time. So. I'm looking forward to it. I'm yeah. very, very excited of the event. And 25 years, man. That's awesome, Dave. Congratulations, by the let way. Me, let me reach really back here and pat you myself. You should. I mean, 25 years in any business is a huge accomplishment. And, and you know, from what it sounds like, Dave, and my, you know, novice uh, experience here in the cigar world, um, you are the guy. I mean, you're the largest retailer in the world. Not the United States, in the world. It's, it, it's true, and it's unbelievable, and I, I, I don't want to spend it patting myself on the back. I don't want to do it, but... Uh, I'll do it for you. <laughs> what, a, what a ride, and it was quick. It was a fast, fast 25 years. I can't believe it went by, but really humble beginnings of a 200-square-foot store, yeah. and uh, you know, I remember the first customer coming in buying cigars. I'm uh, still a customer to this day. Yeah. And, uh, that says a lot. Just as the thing grew, and you know, doing something beyond your expectations is pretty amazing, yeah. because I have high expectations expectations on everything I do. No and this kidding. One, this one, yeah, right. <laughs> and this one exceeded it. You know, it took 25 years to do it, but, you know, we, we said it with Bill and, and, and his beer business and stuff. Yeah. Is do what you love yep. and you never work another day. Well, still I'm going to interview you for my own personal business, which is Making Mountains Move. We don't have to plug that now. We will at some point, I'm yeah. sure. But I want to interview you. I'm sure we might even go four hours knowing us. But let me ask you this, Dave, for our listeners who might be interested, what, what piece of advice would you give to someone that's either in business or wanting to start their own business? I mean, 25 years you're, you're considered an expert, in my opinion. What piece of advice would you give to someone out there that's in business or wanting to go in business on their own? Uh, how do you do it? Like, what's You just do it. You do it. And despite the um, the banks telling you there's not enough money and, you know, we don't believe in well, I had to make a business plan. And I had to go to the bank and try to get money, which I didn't get. Yeah. And at the end of it was I get 6000 and my partner, Paul, who is the um, the guy from uh, that does our commercials from uh, Paul Antonelli from Florida. It's warm there, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, right. He uh, it was both of us. And we looked at each other and said, uh, what, do you, what, do you, what do you say? And I said, I got 6000 He said, I do. 
So it was $12,000, and we did it, and it was certainly not enough money, yeah. but it was every single day, and after a while, he, he got burnt out of it, and he was, he was in the, the um, video store business at the time. Mm. So you're talking mid-'80s. Video okay. stores were big. Huge. He, had, he built up three stores. He was growing. Everything was going good, and he was like, you know, it's just not happening here with the cigar thing, and I said, I love it. You know, I, I was a nightclub DJ like you, and uh, I was doing that at night, and every single day, uh, five days a week at night, had nothing to do all day long, and I said, uh, I want to do the cigar thing, I did the cigar business, I did it, and I loved it so much, I was making big money in the nightclub end, and losing money in hmm. the cigar store, hmm. and I just kept feeding the cigar store my money. Because I loved it. And eventually, thank God it worked out that way, but I believe it'll work out with anything. If you put everything into it and you love what you do, the money follows. And I never think of the money. Still to this day, it's not about the money. It's building the business. And I, and I track numbers and I see what happens. But I'm all about building the business and loving it. And that's what I can say to everybody. Do go for your passion. Bill loves beer. Mm. He was doing it on, his, on part-time. Anytime he had some free time, that's what he did. Yeah. Give up the regular job. Do what you do, you know, no matter what it is. No, if you're a musician, it's going to be a different story. You think you're going to be a rock star or something. It's one out of a million or something. Right. But a regular business to do a, a, a micro-brew, you do what you love. A cigar store, do what you love. It's not brain surgery. So it, it's awesome. It's and something awesome. that you guys talked about that really stood out for me was that, you know, the bank, you know, you, like yourself, Dave, you're in a situation where you're not getting loans, you're not getting the funding, you have to go tip into your own wallet, and yeah. $6,000, like you said, is not a lot of money, regardless of the era. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do it. And, and Bill did the same thing. He's not getting the funding. I'm going to do it on my own. And that, that, that for me, really stood out as valuable advice because sometimes if you listen to others, they're going to change you, and they're going to change your approach, and they're going to change what your passion is. They're going to change your, your approach, essentially, and that's going to take you off track, and you're not going to be following your heart and following your passion. All of a sudden, you're going down a different track. And it, in my opinion, you're not going to find that success that you would if you just listen to yourself, follow your heart, follow your part, passion. Yeah, and you, I really picked a niche-niche business, which is cigars. I mean, especially in those days in 1985, it was a dying market. The, there was no younger people getting into cigars or anything. Apparently there was because I was one of them, and I was hoping there was other people. And it took a while. It was uh, probably the, the early 90s when I started to see really good growth. And luck came that there was a, a boom in the cigar business. And then there was somebody like me that would come out and create events and promotions and, you know, really attracting younger people like like Matt Booth who we talked to earlier yeah. who takes his passion and a whole different approach to it and I know that he's bringing in new cigar smokers you know they're into jewelry they're into fashion they're into whatever they're into and wow the guy's smoking a cigar let me try that too and holy mackerel yeah. geez, it's really good that's Maybe. good too and it all helps each other. It's, it's didn't awesome. You, didn't you used to lose or, or have people not feel like they were at the right spot because you had hyped up your store so much that the yeah. guy delivering to you would say, I'm looking for the largest cigar retailer <laughs> in the world. And, and, and walk uh, into a, that was the East yeah. Boston store, which anybody who was ever there before was 500 square feet. And a very, very small. We had uh, six employees working 500 square feet, bumping into each other. And um, 500 square feet. The, the truck would pull up with a big load of cigars, and the guy you'd be looking at the sign, and you can't believe where he is, and walk to a single door and say, "I'm looking for two guys smoke shop," and the sign says two guys smoke shop. Yeah, you're there. Um, 
geez, I got a truckload of stuff. Where's the loading dock? And I said, you just walked through it, buddy. <laughs> and he goes, you got to be kidding me. I got a lot of cigars in here. And I said, all right, dro- drop the thing down. Let's go. We'll, wow. I'll, well, I'll help you. And we go out there and empty it. And it's amazing how you can utilize, and the people in New York do it the best. You can utilize square footage. Unbelievable. And find a spot for everything. But that, that was how it was. And, you know, it was building up from there. And it's it's wonderful. And uh, I hope I hope I do it for another 25 years. Awesome. I love the business. I love the product. We're talking about the Padrones, 85 years old, Mr. Padron is right now. Yeah. Um, Avo, 88 years old. you got Sal Fontana that's coming up. He's 89 years old. He's coming to our thing. They're not leaving. They love it, and they don't want to go. They don't want to retire. This is retirement. That's right. This is great. This is fun. And as the show is, I mean, I, I put the show together because I love the cigars. This is not to promote. Today, I'm, I'm saying it, but it's not to promote my business. Right. It's to promote cigars. Believe me, it will follow. Yeah. You know, more people get into cigars. You guys that are looking and are hearing about this, cigars, ooh, they stinky thing. Come into a real cigar store. It doesn't have to be my cigar store. Go into a premium cigar store. Try the product. Learn about it. Let me tell you, if you're not doing it, you're missing one of the finer things. Oh, in I life. so agree. It's so relaxing. It, it actually makes you feel better, not worse. Yeah. And you live an average of four years longer. That's right. And it's an art. I mean, the, the, the craftsmanship. <laughs> I know people are laughing on the other side as you say that. We know that that to be true. Hey, it, it, my, it's my true. My grandfather's 91. He smokes at least six cigars a day. Right now, he's smoking the Gold Vegas. I think it is. Uh, you know, it's a short-filled, kind of a lame, flavorless cigar, but. He smokes six of them a day. God rest his soul. Great. Bless his soul. Bless his soul. And he yeah. friggin' I, I met him. And it's, it's great. And yeah. And it's it. so so different than cigarettes or any of that. I mean, it's just a different animal. It really is. And it's different than if you're going into the into the convenience store or something. You see cigars there. It's labeled as cigars. That is not cigars. Please go into a premium cigar store. Any premium cigar store. Almost every one of them is going to talk to you, and they're going to help you out. And you say, listen, I'm, I'm new to it. Help me out here. You know, you're fresh meat. Believe me, they're going to like to hear it. And uh, you're going to need everything. You need you need the lighter. You need the cutter. You need it all. But, you know, start off, you know, get a $5 cigar. Sit with the guy. Most of them have a little seating area in the store. and learn about cigars. It is a great hobby. It's a great interest. And uh, next thing you know, hopefully uh, you'll, you'll get into the cigar business yourself. You'll love it that much. The passion will go and you start your own business. And I, it, believe me, I got a, a dozen of them that uh, former customers that are now in the cigar business. That's so cool. You know, they started off as my customer. The, the passion uh, obviously got contagious, and they're in it, and they love it, and it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. So Lots of love. That's that. So besides <laughs> getting uh, your house ripped off. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm actually in the uh, talks right now with the Tupelo Music Hall in Londonderry, Ooh, okay. which is opening up another facility in Vermont. Uh, and we're trying to put together a Halloween party, nice. a little bash, uh, which will be nice. Tickets will be around ten dollars. Uh, I'm still working on the date again. The details. I just got the email from him uh, from Scott yesterday, uh, so we'll uh, we'll be putting that together. Look for that. Yeah, Tupelo does some great events in there, and you're getting good with them, and you never know. You should know. see their sound system. Oh yeah, it is a quarter of a million dollar sound system. It's unbelievable. He spent twenty five thousand dollars just having the room pinged so that it echoes where it should and not yeah. where it should. The acoustics there are fantastic. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to the Cigar Authority. We'll be on, not live next week, but it's a great show next great week. Great show, the Rocky Mountain Smoke Fest. You don't want to miss it. And I want to thank Bill Herlicker and all the folks from White Birds Brewing. Thank you so much. And uh, the folks from Room 101. And BeerNews.org. Mr. Jonathan, thanks for jumping in. Tommy Grella. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. You missed it, Tommy Grella. We did good without you. Look out. 
Okay, thanks for joining. We'll catch you next week on the Cigar Authority. Bye, everybody. See you. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I'd like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys Smoke Shop is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's stogie heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1, off Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Seabrook, and Nashua, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free New Hampshire or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars everywhere and single cigars too. Two Guys Smoke Shop, it's stogie heaven. Attention all business owners and entrepreneurs. Looking to grow your business or increase sales? Well, here's your chance to get in on the ground floor of our exclusive radio show, The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority is broadcast across four powerful radio stations throughout New England and across the globe via podcast and live video stream. Team up with the Cigar Authority Radio Network and start connecting with our vast and dynamic audience of educated consumers with disposable income. For advertising and business opportunities designed to take your business to the next level, call me, Chuck Morrison, today at 603-630-8041. That's 603-630-8041. Or send us an email at ads at thecigarauthority.com. Look, if there's one thing that's true about the Cigar Authority listeners, it's that they all enjoy the finer things in life. And that most certainly includes your product or service. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry-shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. 